It's five minutes with me. Hello, my good friend, Marco here. Welcome to five minutes with Marco. This was probably going to be four minutes with Marco, to be honest. So at a youth ministry training event, I was speaking about what real change and transformation looks like and how we're quick to notice resistances from those people. But we're not as practiced at noticing the resistance resistances that come from within ourselves. I've referenced these before, voices of judgment, cynicism, and fear. And somewhere in the midst of that talk, I commented offhandedly about how I feel like it's only been in the last handful of years that I've started to understand spiritual discernment, as I'm only in that time frame begun to experience the Holy Spirit, not merely acknowledge, understand, or conceptualize the Holy Spirit. A new youth ministry friend of mine wrote me two weeks later, you said something to the effect of, I don't. Uh, I didn't really discover spiritual discernment until the last few years. What changed for you, he wrote. I imagine you as somebody that seeks God deeply and honestly. I was taken aback by your statement. I wonder if there's that is something you can help me in my own walk. And here's how I responded. Yeah, I don't mean to say I was unspiritual or something prior to a few, few years ago. I, I just think that I mostly saw my faith as an intellectual pursuit that also involved actions. But I didn't get the role of the Holy Spirit. I, I think being broken in my departure from my last ministry position, wondering so deeply if I would ever have any value again. I know that sounds dramatic, but that's the state I was in. Or, or do anything of value. Then having God via the Holy Spirit break through that in a powerful and affirming way started me down a road it's not been like a charismatic renewal or anything. I've just grown in experience and practice and belief that God actually speaks to me. And that has reformatted my understanding of discernment and its role in leadership. And quote, that's what I wrote the guy. I, I'm only sharing that exchange with you to set the table for this. I don't think we, I don't think I have had uh, or I think I have had, I should say, a less than full embracing of Emmanuel, God with us. December wasn't that long ago as I record this, so Emmanuel was on my mind, and now we're in the decidedly non-festive post-Christian months, not quite spring, but definitely post-holidays. And here's where my mind went or was led. How come we only talk about God entering into God's own creation, which of course God did through the birth of Jesus at Christmas. I mean, I love the word Emmanuel. Am I allowed to have a favorite Bible word? It's pregnant with the entire gospel. That single word, Emmanuel, summarizes every aspect of Christianity that keeps me tethered when I'm feeling hopeless for the church or annoyed by my brothers and sisters or disgusted with my own ability to do this thing. But treating Emmanuel as a Christmas-only world word, well, that's a ripoff. In a sense, it's as if we pack up Emmanuel with the ornaments and lights and shelve it for 11 months. This is very, pa very parallel to how I treated the Holy Spirit for most of my life. There you go, Spirit. You're a good theological concept, and I have a high appreciation for you. Now it's time to get back into your storage box until you're called for again. God with us. 12 months a year, not just one. 
if I truly believe that, if I really lean in with expectation, the same sort of expectation we might talk about during Advent, my experience of the Holy Spirit will be revolutionized. Maybe that's the bottom line of this whole thing. What's it look like for you and me as children of God and as youth workers to live with Advent expectancy all the year round? How about a little infusion of anticipation in your faith today? I'm telling you, it's like a booster shot of Christmas cookies. The Youth Cartel Podcast Network.